This is the Balanced Artist Podcast, where we help the purpose-driven creator's journey suck a little less and thrive a little more. Hosted by award-winning musician, TEDx speaker, and comedian, Rory Gardner. Who? We chat with experts who help level up your creative career by reframing your lifestyle as a balanced artist. Hello and welcome back to the Balanced Artist Podcast. Are you doing what you love or doing what our culture tells you what will make you important? Over the years, I've seen so many people, like they take a stab at the world of performing arts and when they don't immediately succeed, they fall off the face of the earth. Like, what did you expect was going to happen? Like, you <laughs> release your first project and it immediately becomes revered and admired by the rest of the planet. And you're just whisked off to your kingdom to have the royal treatment for the rest of eternity. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah. It's easy to think that's how it works because that's how reality TV goes. But, I mean, realistically, those people in reality TV, they've been working forever to get to that point to be able to succeed further, right? It takes years to become an overnight success. It's not as if Carrie Underwood decided, you know what, I'm just going to join this show one day and then just see what happens. It's not as if Kelly Clarkson, that was her first day on stage. I think she had started when she was a kid. It's just kind of the way that things, I mean, I realize those are just music examples, but that's, you know... Trying, failing, recalibrating, repurposing, finding your tribe. It just, there's a lot of things that go into building a whole career outside of the reality TV thing. All right. Like, who doesn't want to be a famous artist? Our culture puts these people on a pedestal. So, even if you have no talent whatsoever, you, you still want to shoot your shot, right? I don't even know where that mentality comes from. Like when you're, maybe you're a middle child and you got ignored by your family as a kid and now you want some attention. 20 years ago when American Idol was a new show, right? I was standing in line with 10,000 other people waiting to audition for the judges. And as you know, people in line, you get to know people and then you realize the psychology of some of these contestants. And the ones you see on the first few episodes, you know, the ones that are like, basically they can't sing, but the producers cast them because the rest of the country, you know, they make good, good television, right? The rest of the country can make fun of them. And I met some of those folks in line, and they knew that they had limited vocal ability, but they felt they wanted to be part of something big and glamorous. And sometimes it even worked. Like We all remember William Hung with his wonderful rendition of She Bangs by Ricky Martin. Jesus, Murphy. I think he got a record deal from it. And we haven't heard from him since, but I'm sure that he's doing well. What you do with your time is your business. And if you want to take a stab at the arts, nobody should stop you, but... If you want to become famous, why not just release a sex tape? It's probably easier. Let's say you become successful as a performing artist. And then what? Like, would you continue? If not, then maybe it's really not what you're meant to do, right? Some people I've met are so passionate about it that they would do it. They just couldn't picture themselves doing anything else or anything different. And if you're using the art as a platform to create other opportunities, I mean, that's fine. But you still need to master that first art before you can branch off into other avenues. Take The Rock, for example. Okay, He's an actor and an entrepreneur now, but he broke through with wrestling. Arnold Schwarzenegger, had, you know, he was a movie star. He still is a movie star, but he had to become the biggest bodybuilder in the world so that he can get into the movies. And then he leveraged the movie fame to get into politics. I used to think fame was what I was after, but then you get a little older. And it's, it's not really the fame as much as it is the success. Like in my industry... More butts in the seats are better, which directly translates 
into more successful events, right? The more butts in the seats, the bigger the venues, the more revenue, the more everything, okay? And I don't think you need to be an A-list or B-list fame celeb to achieve that, but it would definitely help amplify that success accordingly. So if you want to skip from zero butts in the seats to 20,000, there's extreme circumstances that need to occur for that to happen, i.e. reality television. But again, you have to be qualified to you know win one of those shows or whatever the heck. There was no shortcut to them getting up and probably performing every day of their lives before getting onto that show. So in the meantime, just start small. Try to get 50 butts in the seats, then try to get 100, and eventually one friend will tell another, your sex tape will go viral, and the next thing you know, you'll have your own reality show. I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Life's a journey, and most of the time, there are really no shortcuts, all right? So, I mean, if you stumble upon one, let me know because I am just as impatient as you are. That's all we've got for this episode of the podcast. We have new shows every week, so remember to hit subscribe and share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from becoming a balanced artist.